Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. It is no longer news that the Kano State Governor-elect Malam Abba Yusuf has raised two public advisories to the people of Kano in the past two days. These two public advisories issued in the past few days by the Governor-elect have continued to generate controversies, questions and divergent reactions from the people of Kano. How do the people of Kano feel about these advisories coming from a yet-to-be-sworn-in governor? Well, let's get to the city of Kano to find out. My name is Salim Umar Ibrahim. I'm a Daily Trust reporter here in Kano. Yeah, as you are all aware, uh, it's been making around the news that uh, the Kano state governor-elect Abakabir Yusuf uh, has come on air to, to, to advise the, the people of the state, or rather businessmen who acquired lands uh, through, through uh, especially properties that are, that are government-owned. The first advice he, he gave was anybody who is working or constructing uh, or erecting any building uh, in such land acquired should, should, should stop until further notice of the of the incoming government and the the second these lands as according to him include uh, schools hospitals courts eat ground and uh lands uh lands in front of uh kano ancient wall okay. so and the second advice was uh about loan uh institutions who are saddled with responsibility who who are capable of giving out loan to the to the government to stop that, or rather, or rather, consult him before giving out loan to the to the incumbent governor government of Abdullah Umar Ganduji. Are these the only advisories he has given, or there are more? Yeah, so far, these are the two advisories he has given so far to the to the people of Kano State. So, how do the people of Kano State feel about this, especially regarding to those who have purchased lands and are looking forward to making constructions on them? Well, like I said earlier, they have started uh, constructing uh, mostly on the lands acquired, and according to 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 them, they acquired these lands legally. So there is no any reason someone, especially the governor-elect, uh, to come out and say they should stop constructing or they should stop working on those lands because they acquired them uh, through legal means uh, from the government. What I want to add here is, you know, uh, legally, every year in the budget, there is prohibition for, for, for the state government to, to sell government properties. The only thing is that they are not being specific on the properties to be sold, and it, it usually go through the House of uh, House of Assembly and being approved before the, the the lands are being sold. So the bone of contention is they they acquired these lands through legal legal means from the government. This is one reason why uh, some of them are uh, are not happy with the advisory of the governor elect. Okay, so were you able to speak to some of them and what exactly did they say? Actually, we are still trying to, 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 to find someone who is directly involved 
okay. or who acquired the one of the lands okay. to speak to them and hear the, their own sides of the story, whether they are they are they are going to stop or not. But uh, according to what we saw, our findings so far, we have seen a number of uh, places that are that, that that did not heed to this advice. Okay. They are still doing their they are still going ahead to to construct whatever they they want to construct mostly which is uh, uh which are shops and plazas so where are the locations of these places in Kano there and you know were you able to identify the locations of the specific lands he was talking about these places specifically are the eat ground Kano, there is space in front of Kano ancient wall somewhere which started from uh open nasarawa down to Copper uh, Kabuga, uh, through Dang Agundi, Copper Naisa, Copper Gadankaya to Kabuga. Uh, these places, uh, there, there, there is space in front of this ancient wall, which so far some plazas have been erected. And you went there and saw yeah, them yourself? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Every every Kano citizen or everybody living in Kano knows of these places okay. and uh, and these buildings. The second place is uh, schools, uh, school lands. There is this issue of corner shops being built by 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 school fencing. Those those ones also are inclusive. Then hospitals, lands of hospitals, courts, which were sold recently by the government and are allocated to individuals for private use, or rather sold to individuals for private use. Then, yeah, these are the, some of the places. Okay, but has this caused any unrest in Kano, especially from the people that have bought it? Do they feel uncomfortable? How do the people of Kano feel about these two advisories given by their governor-elect? Of course, they, they, there's absolutely going to be tension and there is there is tension among people that uh some are against the advisory while some are in support of the advisory and uh since the beginning of all this when the government sold these properties there is this division of opinion among people of Kano's that some are seeing it as uh as something that's not supposed to be while others are in support of the government. But mostly people are, are against it, especially, uh, except those who are directly affected. That was my colleague there, Salim Umar Ibrahim, telling us how the people of Kano felt after taking a trip around the city. Does the governor-elect have such powers to make such advisories? After the break, we would find out. Do stay. <music> You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are looking at the after effect of the two advisories given by the governor-elect of Kanu State, Abba Yusuf, on the people of Kanu. And we are asking if the governor-elect has the right to do so. Now, before we went on break, we had a chat with our colleague in Kano, Salim Umar Ibrahim, who gave us a detailed eyewitness report of how the people of Kanu are reacting to it. With less than two months to swearing in ceremony and with the presence of a sitting governor, does the governor-elect have the right to give such advisory? What effect will this have on his tenure? Let's hear from a political analyst. My name is Professor Kamil Sanipagi uh, of the Department of Political Science, Bayero University, Kano. Okay, you see, uh, one has to look at uh, the statement uh, 
both constitutionally and uh, politically. You see, constitutionally, um, he is a governor-elect, uh, so he's not uh, empowered to make any policy statement, um, which means until he is sworn in uh, on uh, May 29th, uh, he remains, you know, governor-elect, and constitutionally he doesn't have any power or authority to make such statement. But now if you look at it democratically, uh, he has a right to voice his own opinion, but um, he has to be mindful of two things, his constitutional position and the fact that he's now a, a governor-elect. So whatever he says will have certain repercussion, will have certain implication. So I think, to me, uh, he shouldn't be issuing directives, but uh, generally he can make his own statement that if, for example, on the land issue, he can say if he's sworn in, they will look into this matter, mm. but not to give uh, directives, because that one will inflame the political... Uh, atmosphere, like uh, what is happening now uh, in Kano. Okay, but it was more like an advisory. He didn't did, did, he didn't make it a directive per se. It was more like an advisory, you know, advising the people of Kano. Yes, you see, an advisory position. Uh, that is why I say he has to be mindful of his own position. For example, now I am an ordinary person. I can issue advice okay. that this is what is uh, going to happen and nobody will uh, take, take it either seriously or whatever because of my position. But now in his position, he's not an ordinary person. He's a governor-elect. So by the time he raised the issue, now that will put him at a uh, loggerhead with uh, the powers uh, in authority. Like what he's doing, uh, people will read it as if uh, he's, uh, you know, threatening the uh, electorate or the, the government. So I think there is a general thing that he has to be mindful of to me, that uh, he can make his own statement that if he's sworn in, this is what he's going to do, mm. but not to say people should not do this, should not do that, because he will be crossing the thin line between advice and policy statement. Okay, so do you think this advisory he has given will have any impact on his tenure? Would it make his followers or the people of Kano see him differently? Oh, yes. I think uh, it will make uh, some people have a kind of opinion. Already, if you look at what is happening, uh, some of the followers have already, you know, started compiling lists of uh, areas that the government uh, has encroached. And they are saying that after it, they are going to uh, take action. I remember when we had the last election, that was 2019, when uh, he was about to, he was leading some obazilious followers of the Concursia, went out and started even demolishing some a government area. So I think that is why I say he has to be mindful of his position and be careful of what he said so that people cannot misread it as if it is a kind of endorsement for them to uh, take action. Okay. 
All right, now, um, finally, sir, now, what's your word out there to the people of Kano? Because we spoke to our correspondent there, and he said it, it's kind of a bit tense, especially for people who have bought this government property, saying that they acquired it legally and they don't intend to stop construction because of the advisory. Now, how do you see all of this play out? You see, what I foresee is that uh, perhaps, the, you know, there is, uh, there is going to be a tense situation now, and after it... Uh, for sure, once he makes uh, the statement, uh, he, he will be held accountable after you know he has been sworn in. So what is likely going to happen is, given the enormous powers that are given to governors on land, mm -hmm. so we'll see a lot of revocation of what happened uh, if he's sworn in. Most of the areas that uh, are identified can be revoked, and people will lose. Uh, they are all right because they cannot appeal it uh, the way uh, it is done by our constitution. So I think, uh, to me, uh, the, the government of the day uh, should, one, avoid issuing new, uh, you know, areas, allocating new areas, or taking loans, uh, because that will now uh, put it at a loggerhead with the incoming government. Mm -hmm. And then when the a governor comes in. Now it is up to him to sit down and review uh, whatever he's going to do. Let him do it in a way that it will not cause a, a crisis and a conflict in the state. I'm sure there are areas which actually he has to revoke, uh, which are public properties, but that one will depend on how meticulously he followed the laws in order to, uh, you know, recover uh, some of the uh, public areas that are uh, privatized. That was Professor Kamilu Fagi, a political analyst, speaking. Well, we wait and watch. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comments, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening. And bye for now.